The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. The Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. It's Jayla Nye, Andrew Gross. Looks like we got a busy one this afternoon. We do have a busy one. And just, uh, man, just watching that little snippet of video that someone recorded on their cell phone. From uh, Toronto, from Danforth. From Toronto, yeah. and uh, of, of the shooter and just how deliberate in his steps and, you know, bracing the gun and turning right square to where mm-hmm. he was shooting. It's, uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it looks very deliberate, but of course it was deliberate, right? But, uh, yeah, we'll find out more as the afternoon goes on. I'm sure details still coming down to Toronto. We can tell you that, that, uh, and Eileen has been telling you as well, that that autopsy on the uh, suspect, the shooter in this case, is going to be held tomorrow. They're still trying to find out more details about him. We can tell you that one of the victims has been identified. The uh, 18-year-old woman who was killed is a woman by the name of Reese Fallon. Uh, just graduated from high school recently and was planning on uh, heading off to McMaster University to study nursing. You know, one of the conversations we have to have um, at some point, and perhaps today is not the appropriate day, or maybe it's the totally appropriate day, as to whether or not media should be naming a shooter. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that come up recently, and people have been asking about that. I think, I think the public wants to know uh, that information. Do they need to know it? That's, I think, the other question. I think... Um, well, it's a fact, right? But I, I, but I think we need to find out, you know, the reasons behind why this person Definitely you want to know the reasons behind why they did it. You want to know if they're... No, I, th- I think it should be named. I think you should. Do you? I think, I think they should be named, um, but I think it's not something that you need to constantly, constantly bring up. I mean, I think... Well, the argument being that you don't want to turn the individual into a celebrity. Yeah. Well, so as to encourage yeah. other people, right? Yeah. I, I, I think that... Um, the, the name the name comes out and then then we move on from from it um, I know a lot of people just say I'd rather know the victims names mm-hmm. I want to know about them who they are all of that um, but I, I do think that the public has a right to know the name mm-hmm. I do it's Personally. a tough call it's just one of those debates yeah. that comes up in a news and it comes out every time every time every time well, especially you know especially over the past few years without a doubt um but uh you familiar with that neighborhood i have been uh, it's been a long time since i've i've been to toronto um i i know of it um but i hadn't spent any time there no it's changed over the years i i used to stay at uh a friend's house who lives in edmonton now but he used to put me up yeah down there when i was out there um you know twice a year it the neighborhood has grown into this really kind of cool it's a neighborhood. Funky place, yeah. yeah, it's sort of. Uh, I, I don't know if yuppie is the right word anymore. It's still very family oriented, but it's uh, it's one of those neighborhoods where people walk around at mm-hmm. night and there's. Gord Downey from the Hip used to live in that neighborhood. Right, yeah. exactly. It's just a really cool, funky. Maybe yeah. is the right you know with a lot of interesting 
stores and businesses yeah. there are a lot of cool restaurants. I call it, you know, Danforth, Danforth and yep. Greek Town. Um, and I was reading more about it today, and a number of large Greek um, population That's settled right. there after the wars. And um, they have a huge food festival coming up in the next couple of weeks. Taste, Taste of, of Danforth. Danforth. Yeah, it starts, I think, August 2nd and yep. runs until August 10th. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it... Uh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. The 10-year-old girl who was killed has not been identified. 13 other people ranging in age from 10 to 59 were wounded as uh, as well. So, You know, and here's another reason that the name becomes so significant. Look at that text. If his name was Bob or Pete, they'd release the name. It could be Bob or Pete. It could we, be Bob or Pete. Yeah, that, that isn't a thing. And by the but way, I know, they release the names. <laughs> yeah, they, they latch on to they that, don't right? They know the identity yet. Right. They're working on it. Yeah, you have to figure out who the guy is. It's not like, you know, typically they have their ID in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. So they're figuring out who he is and they'll release the name. But there's no conspiracy to keep it quiet or anything like that. But And maybe I created that by saying, should we name the name? Mm. But it's really, like I say, there there is an argument, and I agree with you, that we should. It's news, and that's... You know, I, I don't think it's something that you need to repeat over and over and over mm-hmm. again, or you should, you know, repeat the names of the victims equally, you know, equal number of times. But the argument comes up every time that, you know, well, wait a second. You're not telling us the name because it's some, no, you know, no. because the name will give away some aspect of their cultural heritage. It's nothing like that. And me asking the question, I, I hope nobody's thinking that we have the name. We're not giving it. That's not the case. Anyway, so we'll have more on, on that uh, throughout the afternoon, and we'll we'll keep you updated on any information um, that is released pertaining to the investigation. But again, uh, the police saying, you know, we're not going to speculate on anything. We're just trying to find out the information. Everything is open right now, and they, they want anybody who saw absolutely anything. And it was interesting listening to um, one of the investigators today during one of the news conferences and says, you know, there's a lot of people in that area at that time, even if they saw just a snippet it is still important because it can piece maybe something together and oftentimes people be like oh well a zillion other people saw that as well so i don't need to do it Mm -hmm. but no they were like very much you know wanting to it could be a car that was parked in an unusual location it could be uh, somebody you bumped into it could be just the smallest of things the Mm -hmm. police the police know what they're looking for and they piece it together one small piece at a time and you could understand people wanting to leave the area really quickly and and happy that they Mm -hmm. were able to but yeah they are asking uh witnesses and as you say a lot of people don't realize they're witnesses but Mm -hmm. just you know yeah there's even the fact that uh how many gunshots did you hear Mm -hmm. you know some people said six to eight others said over 20. yeah you know what some of the witnesses here um this is what they had to say i heard at least 20 shots right in, in in intervals you know clipping spent reloading clipping spent reloading clipping spent that's what i heard and then i saw the carnage as i ran down the street here well, it's a, where, where were you when this happened right on the patio right in front of my face we were having beers inside so we just heard everything so everyone was running back to the bus there was one guy zigzagging on danforth going from the south to the north and wherever he saw people he would just start shooting the shots were like bam bam so hearing that, probably about 20, 25 shots that I've heard. And I see about five minutes later, I see people walking, nobody running. I didn't see anybody, just, uh, you know, in the strata or anything like that. And some people were walking towards uh, the action of what was going on. There you go. Yeah. 
And it's some good points coming in on the text line. Say, hey, you know, if they know how old he is, how do they not know his name? But they do have to confirm all of that. So. Yeah, they have to confirm identity, and then you have. <sighs> what I, troubles me the most. Cons- we can't all be armchair police investigators, right? You know, it's always. I shouldn't say it troubles me the most. What troubles me the most is that there was a tragic shooting mm-hmm. in um, Toronto when two people lost their lives. That's what bothers me the most. But the side effect of it is uh, the number of people uh, who you know will text into this show and other shows, I'm sure, across the country, that some big conspiracy is mm. happening to keep the name quiet or that... Uh, well, I read somewhere that you know there was three in custody, so it's not he's, he didn't act alone and all that kind of stuff. You want to get it right, right? You you know you won't don't want us to be part of the problem, am I right? You want us to get it confirmed by the proper sources and then tell you, so we all get it right. That's what we do in a newsroom. We get it right, mm-hmm. so we'll wait and get it right. Uh, and one, as soon as um, the police know, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also on the show this afternoon, it's a packed show. Julie Matthew is going to be joining us after the 2.30 news. She's going to be talking about scams targeting businesses and also about bad customers. Mm. Are you a bad customer? Have you had a business break up with you? Or maybe you're a business owner and you need to break <laughs> up with some, cust- with some customers. We're going to touch on that. How about uh, this for, uh, for name dropping, coming up uh, after three, Lieutenant Governor Lois Mitchell will be in uh-huh. studio on the worst possible day for the Lieutenant Governor to be in studio for me personally, just because I was at a dermatologist today and my face looks like somebody speed bagged me. So, eh, what are you going to do? It doesn't look that bad. Really? No. I was thinking about digging into your makeup bag if you have one. uh, You wouldn't want to put that on top of a burn. No, it's not a good idea. And after 3.30, it is Monday, another edition of The The Hoot. Hoot With Rob Roach this time, Director of Inside Economics and Research. Wants to talk about U.S. and Russia. Well, Canada and Russia. That's right. And about uh, our relationship when it comes to trade and whatnot. So lots to get to this afternoon. We'll take a quick break. Back with more after this. Well, what should be the balance of stories this afternoon? The balance of good, fun, uh, informative... Can I tell you something? Sure. Um, spent uh, a lot of time on the North Saskatchewan River yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's right. The uh, sourdough yeah. thing. It was a sourdough river raft, and we had, what, about, I think about 15 rafts this year, which was uh, which is cool, down mm. from the heydays way back when. But spent a lot of time on the river and never have been on the river, not... Uh, seen Edmonton from that angle. It was absolutely spectacular. And the fellow that was, whose boat I was in, Roger, he was uh, amazing. He helped build the new bridge, that big fancy bridge. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, builds boats and all sorts of stuff. Plus, there was a fish biologist on board with me. Um, was this by invitation, this uh, <laughs> your boat? It's an uh, odd combination of people. Well, he was actually the first aid guy as well. So okay. he's an outdoorsman and stuff like that, but learned so much. And I think actually we're going to get the fish guy on the show. Great. You know, because, I like talking fish. I know, because he talked, uh, he was telling me stuff about White Mud Creek. And was t- we got talking about sturgeon in the North Saskatchewan River, all sorts of stuff. It was just fascinating. Hmm. So, yeah, it was it was a fun day, but it was just, we got rained on a couple times quite badly. Spent a lot of time really? uh, under the uh, the belly of the Walterdale Bridge trying to dodge <laughs> the rainstorm. No canopy on the old boat? Uh, we didn't put it up. You think yeah, we did d- put it up. Take so. better care of the Admiral. Yeah, well. Uh, did you have to shoot a gun off or anything to get the boat going or no, no, someone like else. I was already in the bo- I was already in the boat out in the water, ah. and they they sent them all off. And nice. we had uh, one 
one boat that didn't make it. What do <laughs> we you had mean? one raft. Oh, and sunk? It was kind of, yep. And oh. it, it was the one that I thought was, oh. as they were, as the boys were, they came up probably in their late 20s. Um, and the the raft's name was Trainee McTrainface. <laughs> <laughs> and they were kind of putting it together while, Still, like really. an hour before. Um, now and they actually, represented the city? Yeah, no. <laughs> One of their granddads was standing beside me and he says, well, I sure hope they can swim because that's not going to float. <laughs> oh, anyway, nice. they made it down. They were probably on the water for a couple of hours before uh, we went back. I said, we should probably go back and just check on everybody. We were up and down the river lots yesterday. And as we're passing the, um, because Edmonton Police uh, water team's out there, the uh, fire the fire department's uh, water team is out there as well. But the uh, fire department ended up picking them up and they were all in a nice covered canopy boat with the firefighters. And I said, what happened? And they just indicated that everything kind of caved in. Mm. So these are homemade rafts? <laughs> They're homemade rafts. That's the thing about, about yeah. this. Well, you want to take that out for a test run, don't you? Well, yeah. It's probably a good idea. Hmm. Like I said, these guys were still putting it together um, up to about... <laughs> 20 minutes before we kicked things off. So anyway, it was, uh, but it was just a really, really neat afternoon. It's a, it's a gorgeous view of the city. Well, I finally made a grandkid's birthday party. Look at you go. Saturday morning. Had to get up at 8, I think, to get down Good. to Calgary or Chestermere. Yeah. And then the whole way down, all I could think was, I wonder if there's fish in Chestermere Lake. And would it be inappropriate for me to leave the birthday party with two of my sons when one of them's the father of the yeah, well, birthday boy? So you didn't go fishing? I did not, but we talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun to see a one-year-old's birthday because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, so, like, why are you having it? I'm not sure. There was lots it's of beer. And, parents. Yeah, and friends. Yeah. They should do a reality show called Real Housewives of Chestermere Lake. Why is that? Uh, there's some interesting characters <laughs> in that town. You could probably do Real Housewives of Williger too. Let you, me tell you probably could, but these are, for whatever reason, you can see when you drive through Chestermere where the, the original residents were mm. and then where all these 20 to 30s moved and mm. built houses, including my son. It's quite a mismatch, mismatch mm-hmm. of uh, housing. I mean, it's a little, uh, that sounded like an insult. It's a lovely little town, but all young, good-looking men and women. I think there could be... You may have to submit a picture before you build. To, oh, really? Yeah. Mm. You know, you just... Have you ever been in a group where you just went, well, people are strikingly beautiful in yeah. this. Yeah. Do you do Everybody. Re- Real Housewives of Castle Down? <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> hey, is this Dave? Yes, it is. Hey, Dave, how you doing today? Wonderful. How are you? Good. What's what's on your mind? Um, well, first of all, I want to uh, send a shout out. Tell your uh, husband Jim that uh, it's Dave from Scona. Okay. Um, other than that, uh, but the the North Saskatchewan River is just amazing. We go out to Devon every now and then, yeah. and just off the bridge. You go down, and we had the dogs in there. The you can walk into the water and and see your feet. It's yeah. clear, mm. it's, it's, and it just looks so muddy from up top. Yeah, what is but it? It's just a, Dave, is it uh, is it Prospector's Point out there? Is that what it is? I'm not sure. Just when you're heading into Devon, yeah. coming off of um, Highway 60. Yeah, and you. Know, you, you go around. They have picnic tables up top, yeah. and then you can go down to the to the river and just. Ugh. Yeah, you're right, Dave. Was down there a couple of years ago. We went down there, and just it's a beautiful walk. You go underneath a bridge and everything like that. And there was a guy down yeah. there who had a a thing set up looking for gold. 
Oh, really? He was, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. He was pay, well, panning, but had a yeah. the whole water system little oh, thing set up. Don't tell the city there's gold yeah. in there. I saw a guy on, yeah. this, on the Saskatchewan. <laughs> on, I saw a guy yesterday doing uh, it, too. Yeah. Well, well, that river will be oh, shut I down. Know. I have one other thing to say, Andrew. I saw you a couple of years ago when you were doing that uh, stampede. Oh, yeah. And you started out um, with, oh, I'm from Edmonton, and, and I, I called you on the show uh, the next day, and I said, why would you say that? And you go, because I wanted to quiet the crowd. Yeah, and I thought, <laughs> that's Good right. Good for you, buddy. That was kudos. <laughs> got, their, got their attention in a heartbeat. <laughs> you betcha. And it was people. a great act. And, and like I said, the River Valley is amazing. You go on the riverboat or take a canoe down. You can do the uh, tubing from yeah. Devon to Edmonton. It's about eight hours. So, yeah. you know, be prepared. But, yeah, yeah. enjoy it. I mean, we have such a beautiful river valley. Yes. Yeah, it was it was a gorgeous day yesterday, Dave, and uh, it was yeah. it was really neat to see. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. I love you guys. Thanks for you listening. Rock. We love okay. you too, Dave. Yeah, Thanks right. a lot. Bye. So just down from there, I think too is that Cottontail Point, which is the the nudist beach. Mm, really? Somewhere out there. Yeah. My challenge is uh, it really needs to be a place in central Alberta. What, for, for nude fishing. sunbathing? Okay. And nude no, yeah. fishing, yeah. Because Dave has to come up from Calgary. Well, and you could go without Dave. Take Hunter. That's not how it works. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hunter's interest in fishing has nothing to do with fishing. I, I bet you if I didn't pack his pole, he wouldn't care. <laughs> I could probably have told you that. Yeah. Hunter's he, not the good. Nah, Hunter doesn't seem like the fishing kid. No, I, I. it's a passing interest for him when I tell him I just fixed his rod or I bought him a new line or yeah. I got him a whatever or, the, yeah. hey, this lure. Because you're, it's, then stop doing it. No, no I want to. That's how you gain an interest in something is to try it. He just needed, he gets one strike. You, but you just said that you're pretty sure he doesn't care about it. No, but he likes going because he drinks beer with Dave. That's what I'm telling you, is that he goes for the camaraderie of Hunter, or of Dave and I having a couple of brews and throwing and talking, and so he likes the experience. But that will change when he gets his first fish, which he hasn't yet, but it will, I guarantee it, because it does for everybody. You That first time you pull a fish <laughs> you know what's in. what's so funny is hmm. that you went from, eh, I don't really care about fishing three weeks ago to now it's new, your new favorite It is pastime. my new favorite pastime. Yeah. I don't think I ever said I didn't care about fishing. I, I was sort of like Hunter that... You know, I really enjoy the experience. Being out on a boat, especially yeah. on a nice day, a sunny day, is beautiful, right? But, I mean, we had a lot of success the last time we went fishing. Well, so you caught the same fish three times. It, we did not. <laughs> we did not. I should have kept them times. in a pail just to, <laughs> to prove. The point uh, is, once yeah, you catch says, one. Oh, by the way, Andrew, you are in central Alberta. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what? I can't take uh, any of you Lake, people maybe? anymore. Pine Lake? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. We, I mean, if we're going to have beers, though, we can't drive home. So That's we certainly right. need to find a place where we can maybe get a cheap hotel, motel, something on the waters. Maybe Old McDonald's is the solution because I know Kevin will put us up and he's got a boat. But, <laughs> you know. I don't know. It's just my new favorite thing. Yeah, is that, yeah, I, that's fine, isn't no, it? No, it's absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. If I could go fishing more, I would. Okay. And we did not catch the same fish three times. Twice, maybe. No. One, two times. No. All right. You know what was interesting? Yes. So this fish biologist that was on the boat with me yesterday. Yeah. Um, and what if we did? That means who cares? I had anyway. tweeted 
about being out on the river mm-hmm. and some guy sends me a picture of him of a sturgeon he caught mm-hmm. and he says did you know that these monsters are right underneath of you and I said amazingly I do because <laughs> of the guy that was with me and his name was Mike and Mike said let me see that picture and zoomed in and he was going to see if he knew that sturgeon because they they track them they know all of that and he said oh I needed to see the fin on the other side oh, but he can really? identify the sturgeon really? that are in the North Saskatchewan excellent so let's have him on the show as soon as possible I'll show him pictures of all three fish and he can confirm they are not the same fish <laughs> because they are not because I took a lure out of each one of them and neither none of them had mm. when you first take the lure out you I'm just teasing you okay no I know that I think you were the one that actually brought up that conspiracy theory well I kind of thought that it might be the case yeah. to be honest with you but then I carefully studied the pictures when I got home and it's hard <laughs> to tell the length and size because in some pictures my arms are more extended than in others well and it's it's an old fishing trick to when you hold up the fish for that picture and that's what you really fish for not an the old fish. an old fishing trick yeah you you move your hands forward towards the camera it looks like you landed did a you tuna. measure it no, we didn't measure it. I was in a hurry to get it back in the water again. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to be a member of a family that loves animals? They'll allow you fishing, but the second you get into the boat, everyone's like, he's drowning, put him back. Like, everyone freaks. So I'm quick with these things. Oh, I miss my father-in-law and his fishing. <laughs> well, next trip you can come. You could drive, actually, and that would solve a lot of problems. Me drive? Drive us and then bring us back. Okay, we'll work on it. What There's about something... the beer part? No, that's happening. Not for I'm not saying, for me. Not for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> Since when are you a beer person? Honestly. Oh, wait a minute. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Bad day. Okay, the two thirty news is coming up. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.